Are you looking to make some change this year in your business and maybe your life? If you are, then maybe we should have a chat. You can head on over to speaktopete.com and book in a chat with me and we'll see if we're a right fit. Usually is around improving your communication, improving your process management, and improving your accountability within your business so that we can take away some of the frustration and give you back more freedom. Isn't that why you got into business in the first place? So head on over to speaktopete.com and let's have a chat. How are you spending your time? How many free days do you want to have this year? The days where you aren't working on or in your business for some Those are weekends and those of us like me in retail, they may not just be weekends. They may be scattered throughout the week as well. Think about it. You know, most people get two days off a week. That's 104 days and two or three weeks holidays. So let's say 115 days of free days thereabouts. Are you taking that many as the leader of your business? Many of the entrepreneurs I talk to aren't. It's important to get your rest. Remember how important your physical and mental health is to running a successful business. Without time off, we aren't as efficient, we aren't as effective, creative, or even confident. Hey, it's Pete, and welcome to another edition of the Simplifying Entrepreneurship Podcast. We're always here helping you cut through the chaos of running a business and transforming your frustrations into freedoms. And I've really been enjoying this little mini series that we've been doing this month in order to make it your best year ever next year. So welcome back. I'm going to tag on to the conversations we've had in the first two episodes of this four-part series. I hope you enjoyed last week's edition as we continued on our discussion around really understanding with full clarity what it is you want out of your life. As we're looking at the year ahead of us this week, it will be more about how you can craft your priorities within your business and life to help you in delivering those wants that you have that we've talked about in the last couple of episodes and sort of your focused future. Did you actually go ahead and download the one page planner last week? Did you watch the video? Did you do the exercises? Did you actually take it a step further and fill out the six areas that we spoke about around your health, your mission, your relationships, wealth, growth, and leisure? If you did, congratulations. You're on the right track to making it your best year ever. And if you didn't, there's still time to do it. Just go ahead. Press pause, of course, if you're not driving, and download the one-page planner so that you can go and follow along and activate the plan here today. We're going to be discussing specifically those sheets, so it's great if you have them in hand or on your computer screen to review them as we're sort of chatting along the way. So all you have to do is go to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com slash planner. You may have gone further than just the one-page life last week, and that's okay. We're going to dig down into those other sheets on the planner, and they're all around your year, your quarter, your week, and your day, breaking those things down, and that's the focus of the podcast today. So in each of the podcasts in this series, I'll keep bringing up this idea of the entrepreneurial IPA. We need to ideate, we need to postulate, and we need to activate. So Don't just listen to the podcast and ideate and postulate about the what ifs of a great year and all that kind of stuff. It won't make a difference if you don't activate what we're talking about. So you don't want to end up at this time of next year saying those three words we've also talked about. I should have, I could have, and I would have. 
I should have planned out my year a little better. I could have started last year. I would have, but you know, I was too busy, whatever. Well, it's time to begin to plan it out. And the planner will help you advance with a purpose next year. Remember, the goal is to make it your best year ever. After completing the legacy exercise a couple of weeks ago in the one-page life exercise from last week, now it's time to break them down into smaller chunks. You know, I'm not a huge believer in sort of a 10-year framework or even a five-year framework. My feeling is that they're just too far out there to be much different than your one-page life plan. Things are moving too quickly and we need to be ready to change things around sort of change things around relatively quickly as entrepreneurs. I think the five and 10 year plans are more for people with long-term pensionable and sort of planable lives like teachers or government workers or people who are in professions, accountants and doctors, people that have that sort of consistency and rhythm to their profession or job. As entrepreneurs, things change so rapidly. We've got to be ready to pivot and make the changes we need to make. That's why truly understanding your legacy and your mission and your purpose, along with those one-page life goals, will give you the ongoing clarity to do what you need to do each year in order to get there down the road. So remember why we're doing this mini season. Think ahead a year from now and imagine if you're sitting at the same location you are today and you've just experienced your best year ever. How would that make you feel? What would it do for your confidence, your sense of accomplishment, and for the energy around your family, your business, and your team? You've just blown through most of your goals. You're feeling stronger than ever mentally, physically, and financially. These tools and frameworks will help you get there. If you need to go back and listen to episode one and two of the mini season, take a few minutes and do it. It could make a huge difference in making next year your best year ever. With your life plan, things are a little more general in nature. They're bigger in picture. You probably used words that are a little broader. And what we need to do now for the next phase is to break them down into smaller, measurable chunks. I've been using the word granular over the last few episodes. You know, think of peppercorns in a pepper mill. There are a ton of them in there in order to make up the container full of pepper. We're going to take it down to the size of the peppercorn in these sheets because each one of them makes up the entire container full. All of those little things you do each year, each quarter, each week, and each day will assemble together to bring up and end up becoming the components of your best year ever. Being a leader in your business, your life and your business are always coupled together in so many ways that this next step is where we start putting the things that you need to put in place within your business that will help you give back what you want out of your life the last couple of weeks that we've been talking about. Use your business to help you get there and you need to have that clarity of where you want to go so that you can structure the things and the priorities around your business to help you get there. So I've also touched upon the idea that you need a roadmap in order to get you where you're going. So now we're going to get a little more specific and measurable. What is it that you want to knock off this year in order to help you get focused on the future that you have outlined in the last couple of weeks? It's time to pull out that copy of the one page year. It doesn't have to be from January to December. Just start it right today. The point is just start it. Activate. The first block in the upper left, you'll go back and pick five of the items off your one page life. You know, the things that are truly the most important things that you want out of your life from that sheet. 
Write them in the space provided in the level of importance to you. Keep it short and to the point. Narrow it down to one line so that it's easy to read and absorb every time you look at the sheet. Less is more in this case. The next area is where I put in a few points with a bit of an intermediate time frame. This is kind of the only place I use a three-year framework, breaking down those five big lifetime wants. What are a few of the measurable items that are stepping stones that will help you achieve these goals, but realistically may take longer than a year? Next up, you want to enter your yearly prime priority. And I use the terminology prime priority throughout all of these sheets because it's most important to keep in mind the single most important thing that you need to be constantly focused on for that time period. It's the thing that will make your biggest impact on helping you achieve your bigger goals. As an aside, if you haven't read the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, you may want to put it on your reading list for the next year as well. After that, it's your secondary projects. These should be laid out in rank order as well. You always want to be thinking about the impact that each of these things will make throughout the year. You'll see the space for check marks so that you can get a feeling of accomplishment as you check these off, all of those priorities in the secondary areas. You're checking them off. I use my iPad to do this and I take a green highlighter basically and I highlight them. I like the idea of green highlighter for done sort of amber if I didn't completely do it, but I got it started and well on its way and red if I haven't even done it. So I'm just visual around that. You can use it however you want, but I have the check marks included there. The boxes that are outlined who are for putting in the person or people that could help you achieve your goals even faster if you were to collaborate with them. Although this is your planner, you don't need to do it all on your own. There are people that can help you get where you want to be even quicker. Who are those people and who are those people that can help you in each of those prime priority areas? Remember the quote from Dean Jackson that I've mentioned in the last couple of episodes. There are only 24 hours in the day. You can't buy more and you can't use less, but you can buy other people's time. And if they are your top priorities, you may want to expedite getting them done through enlisting some other people along the way. The next area revolves around the idea of how are you spending your time? How many free days do you want to have this year? The days where you aren't working on or in your business for some, those are weekends and Those of us like me in retail, they may not just be weekends. They may be scattered throughout the week as well. Think about it. You know, most people get two days off a week. That's 104 days and two or three weeks holidays. So let's say 115 days of free days thereabouts. Are you taking that many as the leader of your business? Many of the entrepreneurs I talk to aren't. It's important to get your rest. Remember how important your physical and mental health is to running a successful business. Without time off, we aren't as efficient, we aren't as effective, creative, or even confident. What's your goal for free days this year? Most entrepreneurs that I've coached weren't even taking off the 115 days that they are giving to their teams, but they are now. So that's a really life-changing thing. Focus days are the days where you're most productive. You're working at delivering your promise to your clients and your team. I'm excited to announce a new assessment on my website. Are you feeling like you're killing it in some of the areas of your business and life as an entrepreneur, yet maybe not up to your potential in a few others? 
slide on over to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com and take the assessment to see what you're excelling at and some of the areas that you can put a plan together to work on so that you'll have an even better future. It only takes about 12 minutes and will open up some ideas to grow your business and entrepreneurial life. You'll find the take the assessment button in the upper right-hand corner of simplifyingentrepreneurship.com. So take the assessment and start building your plan for growth. When you're fully dedicated to making everything happen within your business and the flex days there, those are the days where you're either working on arranging the best use of your focus days or arranging your free days. They're planning days, essentially the running around days, a little of this, little of that, you know, they're part of our week, but essentially they're not necessarily free days and they're not necessarily totally focused days. So don't worry if you don't nail this area down, but it's important to get some numbers in there as the year goes along because it will really slaps you in the face when you align these areas and you're like, wow, I'm not spending the focus days that I should, or I'm not getting my free days that I should, and I'm spending too many flex days or any of those different areas. You'll see the balance around when you start marking and measuring your free focus and flex days. Your perception versus reality is often really an interesting takeaway from being dedicated to doing this in your planner. You'll recognize the next six boxes at the bottom of the page, your health, your mission, your relationships, your wealth, growth, and leisure. They take you back to your one-page life. And what you want to do here is break down your one-page life ones into the things that you can accomplish this year that will help you get to the bigger goal. For simplicity's sake, I'll use the health box. Maybe the idea of doing 365 sit-ups just for simplicity. That's one sit-up a day if you break it down into a daily perspective, but 365 for the year. It may be 365 more than you did this year. And if you did it all in one day, that would seem like an incredible incredibly big thing, but breaking it down as we're going to throughout the rest of the sheets, you can accomplish things. And that's the power of breaking these things down into smaller chunks. It's that idea that when you excel through your day, your week, your quarter, and your year, you're going to press through in order to create the life that you want to live. Maybe it's a 15 minute walk three times a week, or maybe it's to complete your first five kilometer run or bike a thousand kilometers. It really doesn't matter what your goals are. The point is get them down here on the planner so that it will focus your thoughts on accomplishing them. What do you want out of each of these areas? What do you want to get through this year for your mission and your purpose? for your business and your life? What do you want out of your relationships? I mean, a couple of mine in the relationships is I want to have a weekly date night with my wife and I want to go and see my parents who live five hours away at least once a month. What are the specific and measurable things you want to do around your wealth? What are the sales and profit goals for your business? What does your debt and investment picture look like at the end of the year? From the growth perspective, what are those areas of your life and business that you want to explore and what can you do this year to make it happen? In your leisure time, we talk about leisure time, go back to the free days and start planning your leisure time. One of the issues with many of us leaders is that we don't have a problem filling our time with work. If you don't actually plan your leisure time, often you fill it with work stuff. So be specific. Maybe it's 40 rounds of golf or 10 nights at the movie, reading a book every month, or maybe even booking a lunch every week with a friend. 
Now you can see how this is coming together. That kind of wraps up the one page year, right? So it's time to break that one page year down like we did from the life to the year. We're going to break it down to the quarter. You'll notice that these sheets look pretty much the same. Well, they are, and it's on purpose. Remember that idea of the roadmap. We're still heading in the same direction, using the same frameworks to achieve the desired result. The only thing that really changes on this sheet is that we are breaking those goals down into smaller chunks again in order to accomplish that year. Remember the idea of the 365 sit-ups? Well, for the quarter, we need to knock off 92 this quarter, and it doesn't seem as big as 365. We're making those goals specific and measurable every time as much as we can. They'll allow you to achieve and track your performance. It's really important to do that. You need to hold yourself accountable because no one else will. And it'll also give you a sense of accomplishment when you check those marks off or take that green highlighter and highlight it. Pick the thing that's most crucial, your prime priority for the quarter. Break it down into the other areas and set yourself up to win the first quarter. Make those goals big enough to make a difference, but small enough that you'll actually accomplish them through the quarter. And when you hit it, move on to the next one that's most important. If you get through all five ahead of time, don't just congratulate yourself. Get back to your list and Keep the momentum rolling. Add more on the list as you knock them off. That's that momentum you want to feel as though you're accomplishing. When we hit the next level, the one-page week, the main area difference here is the area called problems to solve. Because now that we're dealing on a weekly basis, it's a little more current. It's a little more in your face. And what are the main problems that you're having to deal with in your life and your business? These are typically the things that aren't in your plan, your quarterly, your yearly. It's, it's more around the fires that you need to put out right now. The rest of the sheet that's there is now pretty familiar to you. You're breaking down your quarter into weak size chunks so that you can accomplish all of those tasks. The next one and the last one is your one page day. And it's quite different. It's your here and now. It starts off by, is today a free flex or focus day? And then we get into the idea of gratitude in the area of I am grateful for. It's been proven that starting your day with gratitude will help you set up a mindset to win the day. List something that you're grateful for. Some people have a hard time with this, but it can be as easy as the smell of coffee or a gentle cooing of a morning dove outside your window or a nice, beautiful, bright blue sky. There are so many things to be grateful for to give you that good feeling. The next piece I have on there is send thanks to. I'll be honest, I don't do this every day, but it's one of the things that I like to prompt myself with here. I'm thankful and I want to be thankful to the people that helped me get to where I am today. And so I'm always trying to send thanks to someone every day. And I have on here too, part of our relationship box. I need to actually prompt myself every day to re who am I going to reconnect with either personally or professionally. I want to prompt myself here. One of the great books I've enjoyed this past year reading is called tiny habits and BJ Fogg writes in a little model around It's called B equals MAP, behavior equals motivation, ability, and prompt. And if you don't have any of those, the behavior won't happen. So use your planner to prompt yourself 
along the way of the behaviors that you want. And this is where we're doing this sort of thing. So I want to send thanks. I'm prompting myself. I want to reconnect. I'm prompting myself. My weekly prime priorities are, I'm taking that off my weekly sheet. My daily prime priorities are, I'm breaking those down to the three most important things of the day. And there's an area there that says, I want it's okay to want what you want. So just think about something that you want. It could be, I want to eat at the most extravagant restaurant in town this week, or I want to take a trip to Australia, or it could be something as simple as I want to get a new pillow, but it's something that you actually want that's outside of the scope of something you'd normally put on here. And then the next piece is recent wins. Again, we're trying to get some power and energy around some of the things that have gone well for us. So name a recent win could be a new customer. It could be your biggest sale. It could be one of your friends got married, anything that's a recent win that's going to give you energy and power. And then on the right-hand side, my one page day. I've got this as an open area that you can use in any way you want. You can put down sort of your scheduled appointments here. I like to put on some of the granular issues like how many pages did I read today? How many sit-ups did I do? How many push-ups did I do? How many kilometers did I ride my bike? Some of those things. And I'll put those in and then all I have to really do is fill in the actual amounts and did I achieve them? Other people I know use this for their sort of planner for the day. At 8 a.m. I've got a meeting. At 9 a.m. I've got a meeting, whatever the case. But that area is for you to use as you wish uh, along this pathway. And then at the bottom, we've got sort of the area of outlook, opportunities, or fear. So you want to acknowledge some of the opportunities that you see coming down the pipe and some of the fears that you may have, both sort of long-term and short-term here. And then coming back to that weekly idea of what are the problems? What's an immediate problem that I actually need to solve for either myself or my team that's going to help them progress through some of the things that they're dealing with? At the end of the day, I come back to my planner. I usually do my planner first thing in the morning and I do these last two little sections. Today's lessons learned. So what are the lessons learned and what has brought me joy? Go to bed with a mind that's feeling good and that you're having these good feelings about what you've accomplished for the day. And I have that little area to rate my day down there too. One, two, three, four, five. So rate your day and be honest with yourself. How did the day go? I also use the bottom of my one page day and I don't have it on this particular one, but this is how I customize it to list the three things that are most important that I get done tomorrow as well. That's one little customization that I do on my one page day down at the bottom. I want to, before I put my planner away for the night, I want to just recognize the three things that I need to do today and prep myself in mind to think about those a little bit throughout the night as I'm sleeping so that I get up with often the answers that I need to do already for the next day. So hopefully this brings it all together. It's a little longer episode than we're normally used to. Sorry for that. But I wanted to break it down and kind of go through it in detail with you. It's such an important piece of making your best year ever. Well, now you have it. You've written down your legacy. You've focused on your future of the one-page life, your year, your quarter, your week, and your days. You have the tool that can help you propel your life and business to your best year ever. Remember, don't let fate dictate your future. You've got this. If you use the one-page planner, it will bring you clarity and a sense of calmness around what you need to do in order to win the year. Remember, clarity creates confidence and confidence ignites momentum. So once again, it's time to activate. 
Once this episode's over, head on over to simplifyingentrepreneurship.com slash planner. Download the planner if you haven't already done so. Watch the videos and set yourself up with 30 or 60 minutes to actually get this done here today. Start today. I'll put everything in the show notes as well and a link to a few other episodes and articles that relate to all of the things we've been talking about in this little mini series. Only you can hold yourself accountable for this one. Do you actually want to make a difference next year? I hope you do. Reach out to me if you have any questions whatsoever. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, or simply email me at pete at more.coach. And next week will be our final episode of this little mini season, and it'll be around proper goal setting and the decision-making processes that wrap around developing your goals and your life and business. It's time to put the system in place to make it your best year ever. You have access to the tools, spend some time and begin the journey to make it happen. Until next time, make it a great day. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.